Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. If you have your Bibles, this morning's text is Luke chapter 2, verse 8. If you want to turn there, feel free. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. Who here has put up Christmas lights in your house or on your house? Who here has left the lights up from last Christmas and you just turned them on? Who here every year goes to the effort of putting up new lights or your existing lights? Who doesn't really care about lights at all? You just think it's overrated? Yeah, most of our street this year, there's not many lights around. If you want to see some cool lights, the Watsons, Andrew Motto have some great lights. Go and stalk their house. Today I want to speak to you about Christmas lights. So let's just look at this text together. It says in Luke chapter 2 verse 8, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to all those whom his favour rests. Christmas lights. We see here that the shepherds were out doing what they do and an angel appeared and it says, the glory of the Lord shone around them, so much so that they were terrified. That's some pretty bright light. That's some pretty massive light. I've got a few images, Alan, if we have that, of some different Christmas lights that I've found. Uh, sometimes you have to admit your defeat. <laughs> if you see an, an amazing house and an arrow pointing next door to the amazing house. We'll go to the next one. Congratulations, your electric bill is now higher than your house repayment. Yeah, that's pretty true. A local fireman decorated his house. Don't know if you can see there. That's pretty smart. I thought that was pretty wise. That's pretty cool. We go to the next one. One does not simply have too much Christmas lights. Is that true? We'll go to the next one. Hung Christmas lights up on the house, didn't fall off the roof. Sound familiar, wife? Charlie fell off a ladder recently, last year. He sees you when you're sleeping. That is a giant Santa Claus peering in the window. That's the neighbour's house. That might be your house, that might be your neighbour's house. Different Christmas lights, different styles. Christmas lights are part of our culture, the part of what a lot of people do. Anyone here go Christmas light looking? Is there still a map for, with Christmas lights? There used to be some map online you could look up. 
Uh, there's a Christmas light person in the service. Paul, please stand up. Paul Stewart. Wow, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> in Matthew chapter 2, it says this. It says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born the King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. There's something about people who are wise who seek after the heart of God. Do you know that? The Magi were wise men. They were wise among their peers. They were so wise that they were known as being wise. They were so wise that they had their eyes open to the light that was ahead of them. You see, God's light often appears in our lives and it's the wise who have eyes open to see the light of Christ. How's your vision going this morning seeing the light of Christ? Can I hear an amen? And this morning, if you're here and you know that you're not close to seeing the heart of God right now or the light that comes from Him, today's the day to recommit or commit your heart to God because that light will change your life. And we see here, and this is not set up by chance, but we see here that the way the wise men found Jesus was through a star. A star so bright that it stood out. A star so bright that they left what they were doing and they travelled to distant lands in order to encounter Jesus. It says, we have come to worship Him. Talk about inconvenient. You imagine having to go to church through distant lands just to worship God. Often it's, is it going to be too hot in church today? Do I have something better on? No, no, wise men know how to worship God above anything else. We see here another example of Christmas lights. In verse 9, Matthew chapter 2, verse 9, it says, And they had heard the king, and when they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that they had seen, when it rose, went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. There's something about seeing the light of Christ that causes us to be overjoyed. Right now, there's many people who are celebrating Santa or something else, and they think that is the main deal, but the main deal is the birth of Jesus. We have to make sure that we have hearts that are fixed on the star, fixed on the place that Christ is, have eyes that are fixed on Jesus. I encourage you today that God is causing us to be people who acknowledge His light, who are led by His light, who know the difference between His light and His star and all the other lights around. Just for a couple of minutes today, I want to speak about the different things that the light of Christ does in our lives. The Christmas lights, how they affect our lives, how they help us. If you have your Bibles, turn to John chapter 8, verse 12. John 8, verse 12. It says this. It says, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus has this amazing imagery. He says, I am the light of the world. 
If you follow me, you won't walk in darkness anymore, but you'll have light for your life. We have a world that's surrounded in darkness. We have a world where people are trying to just get through life. They don't see clearly their future or their purpose or what God has for them. And God says, if you know Christ, then He is the light. He doesn't just give light, He is light. And I don't know about you, but I want to be someone who knows the light. The first thought today is this, is that light overcomes hopelessness. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Light to overcome hopelessness. This year, there's been a lot of hopelessness. People have gone through some struggles. But the great thing about light is this. His light is that if you follow him, you're not going to walk in darkness anymore. (laughs) The other night I stayed out watching the cricket, the ashes. I like the day and night ashes. And I, Charlie went to bed and I thought I'm going to stay up and watch the ashes because she's not a big cricket fan. So once she goes to bed, I'm into the cricket. Yes, I submit to my wife. No, no, no. And I didn't want to wake her up. So I turned all the lights off and I had to try and make my way from the lounge room, through the kitchen, through the hallway, to the bathroom, to brush my teeth. And in the darkness, had to try and feel my way to make sure I could get to the bathroom to brush my teeth. Little did I know that my son's toys were still around. And as you are creeping through the house, hitting different objects, it's not the most fun experience. Especially those little car toys that have sharp tops. You step on one of those things, you really find out what's in your heart. (laughs) Got to the bathroom, shut the door, light on, brush my teeth, come out. And after there's been a bright light, I'm now trying to go from the bathroom past our 60 kilo dog who sleeps in the hallway, trying to get past her without stepping on her or tripping on her to get to the bed without making a huge, you know, incident to wake my wife up. Now, I did it. I made it. My dog survived. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But I can tell you, it would have been a lot easier if I had a light on. I wouldn't be stepping on my son's matchbox cars going through the pain of that if I just had the light on. You see, that's what Christ's light is like. Whoever follows me does not walk in darkness, but has, uh, has the light of life. I don't want to walk in darkness. I want His light to guide me. I want to make sure for my family, we're a family who comes back to His light. When things go wrong or challenges arise, I want to make sure that we come back to light because we can work it out on our own, we try to, but it's His light that actually lights our path. Can I hear an amen? His Word is a light unto our path. The second thing is this, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, 
It says, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus in uh, His Son cleanses us from all sin. If we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. The second thought this morning is this, is that His light overcomes loneliness. Notice what it says here. It says, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, what does it say? It says, we have fellowship with one another. Fellowship with each other. The way to have fellowship with each other is to have light. His light as the centre of our life. This Christmas, I encourage you, have His Christmas light at the centre of what you're doing. (laughs) When Charlie and I have a romantic dinner, (laughs) for some reason, girls like candles. I don't understand it. How many girls like candles here? How many guys like candles here? Okay, cool, a few. For me, candles represent the house could burn down at any moment. Yeah. But if I really want to bless my wife, you know, if she's out, if she comes home, even if it's daytime, I'll have some candles lit. Not for kissy time, for fellowship time. (laughs) And she notices when the candles are lit. But if we have a romantic dinner and we want to make it really romantic, I feel like the darker it is and the more candles there are, make it more romantic. Is that true? Yeah, I've seen a few ladies saying, yeah, that's true. So the higher the fire danger, the more romantic it is. <laughs> Living on the edge. The thought is this, that his light overcomes loneliness. Because we have fellowship with each other. (coughs) It's not Corona, it's all good. We have fellowship with each other when we all walk in the light. On the flip side, if I have a romantic dinner with my wife, with all the lights turned off and no candles, it's going to be quite hard to eat our food. It's going to be quite hard to see each other and gaze into each other's eyes. Who gazes into their spouse's eyes? I find it a little bit unusual. I just, I just do. It's just, some people love to do it. <laughs> this year, there's been a lot of loneliness and Christmas time represents for some people loneliness. Maybe you've lost family or maybe you've had some type of situation where Christmas represents loneliness. I love what what Rob uh, and Jenna are doing. I think it's amazing. I think if you feel lonely this Christmas, go join the barbecue or the lunch at the park. Why? Because that's what Christmas is about. It's about fellowship with each other. Only a couple more points, but in Psalm 27 verse 1, it says this. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Light that overcomes fear. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? There's something about the light of God in our lives that causes fear to dissipate. How cool is that? And with all this stuff going on in the world, there is a lot of fear that's going on. The best way to overcome fear is to let His light, let God's love fill our hearts. And this Christmas, I want to encourage you, let the light of Christ fill your heart to overcome fear. I encourage you around the lunch table today or dinner table today, don't let your conversation be based around fear. Let it be based around love. Let it be based around gratitude and thankfulness. Why? Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. In whom shall I be afraid? The last thought this morning is this. It says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is so cool. Matthew 5, 16. Light, if you're, if you're a Christian here, you have the light of Christ in you. Yeah? Our job, it's okay, Kaz, you can, you, can, you can relax. Thank you. It's all good. Thank you anyway. You're amazing. When you have the light of God in you, the Bible says here, let your light shine before others. Listen, so that, why don't you say so that, they may give glory, or they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. (laughs) The power of the light of God in you is that it's a light you share with others. Today, I encourage you around Christmas, let the light in you shine. (laughs) Let it shine so that we can reveal the Father. The fourth thought is this, we have light that reveals the Father. A loving Father, a Father who is with us, a Father who cares for us, a Father who sent His Son Jesus. And we celebrate the fact that Jesus came uh, and born in a manger and He was uh, he raised up for our sin. He was raised up for our freedom. Let your light shine today. And if you read that, if you go and read the, the context of that, it says, don't hide your light under a, under a bushel or under a bucket. <laughs> today, don't hide your light with your family. Don't hide it with your friends. Don't hide it with the the people you think, I don't want to be awkward. No, let your light shine. And the best way to let your light shine isn't by being argumentative. It isn't by Bible bashing. It's by doing what? Good works. I'll do the washing up. (laughs) I'll I'll go down to the server and get the extra bag of ice. Whatever it is, it's good works equate to revealing the Father. So how good are we at good works? 
good works that reveal the Father heart of God. And as we finish today, I want to encourage you, let the Father heart of God shine through you. A heart that is loving, a heart that is forgiving, a heart that is accepting, a heart that is proud. You've heard me speak recently about me and my son, and I'm telling you, I can't even express how much I love him, and I'm an imperfect dad. How much more the Father loves you, loves those around you. I pray that you'll get a fresh revelation of his love today. In Jesus' name. Why don't we all stand to our feet? Why don't you close your eyes for a moment? Just have a moment of just privacy, just with you and, and, and God. I'm not going to ask anyone to put their hand up or anything like that. But if you're here today and you know, on this Christmas day, 2021, you know that either you don't know this light, the light of Christ, or you've wandered away from the light of Christ. I just want to encourage you in this moment just to commit your life to Christ. Maybe recommit your life to Christ. In your heart, pray this prayer. Pray, Heavenly Father, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Saviour. I just commit myself to you. And I ask that you'll forgive me of all my sins. That you'll make me brand new. And that your light would shine in my life. Help me to know your light. Thank you for your love. And Holy Spirit, help me in Jesus' name. You know, if you pray that prayer in your heart, I want to encourage you to make sure that you take time to grow in your walk with God. Get involved with the local church. Download the Bible app called YouVersion. Read your Bible. There's new, there's new Christian plans on there. Make, Christian, make Christmas Day a brand new beginning for you. The greatest joy you'll ever experience is knowing the love of your Heavenly Father. And I want to encourage you today, whether you prayed that prayer for the first time or as a recommitment, or maybe on the podcast you're listening and you're praying that prayer, I want to encourage you, take steps forward in your walk with God. Does that make sense? In Jesus' name. All right, Father God, we thank you so much that um, today we get to celebrate the birth of our wonderful Lord and Saviour, Jesus, the light of the world. And I just pray that as everyone travels to see their families, have Christmas lunches and all of that, God, that you would just protect them on the roads, that you would give them peace and joy in this season. Father, that they would know your light more than ever before, that they would feel so um, overwhelmed by your kindness and your goodness. And I pray for those families that might have you know, a bit of disconnect in this season, God, that you would bring peace, that you would bring your restoration, God. We pray for supernatural um, healing of relationships and all of that, God, and also that none of the calories will count in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> we hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.